Welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast with Justin Foster and myself, Juan Kingsbury. Justin and I are really good friends who are always talking about everything under the sun, and we trust each other. We can say things that, frankly, would be embarrassing or misunderstood uh, in the public eye, and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to say it and record it and let you decide if we're wrong. But we do ask that you consider it for yourself. The things that you believe in, the things that you uh, say you have conviction about, is there a chance that you might be wrong? We hope you enjoy our show. All right. I'm going to steal this from someone. But I think it's funny to kick us off. My ego is smaller than your ego. <laughs> um, but ego shaming is the theme of today. And uh, I don't mean that at all, actually. I think my ego's pretty big. Yeah. Mother sucker. Hold on. All right. Now we have Justin plugged back in. <laughs> so my ego has, has dwindled to, to nothing. Build me back up. No. As it uh, should be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What, why? Or, or I guess, what's the shame part? I understand the ego. What's ego shaming? I'm not sure I even Well, familiar. okay. So the term I use for this is uh, neo-fundamentalism. And neo-fundamentalism is apply, applying fundamentalist principles to non-religious ideas more you know like it's a type of there's in the spirituality movement mm-hmm. neo-fundamentalism is rampant and you see it, it, it so it's a type of puritanism um within um the spiritual community and i say that very loosely because um that the, because of this and so it's from this same mindset that produces what is one of my other my my second favorite podcast after ours is called conspirituality, which is the people that are in the spiritual world or the spiritual industry using air quotes um, are buying into uh, QAnon and anti-masking, anti-vax, that flat earth society, you know, type um, of mindset. And so that's kind of the, almost like a social structure here. But what I hear people doing, including myself, and I'm much more aware of it now is there's an awareness now because of so many books on mindfulness and so much stuff that you can read about the ego and the, and yeah. the soul. And, you know, um, you know, it, it just like it's, it's, it's a booming business to be in the mindfulness or meditation space. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, yeah. And what I see um, in that is people shaming or condemning their ego in the process. Oh, like your um, own ego. Like your own ego. Oh, right. okay. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I, yeah. And it's, and it's, I love Ryan holiday, but his, like <sighs> the title of his book, the ego is the enemy. Yeah. But it's not, you're, it's not the enemy. The ego is there to keep you alive. And what I'm, what I want to just talk through with you is yeah. the proper role of ego, the proper role of ego, where ego belongs, because it's what, creates com- compa- it's here's all the good things it does it keeps you makes you situationally aware it helps you adapt to, to situations it helps you compare resources it helps you yeah it's, it's here to keep us alive and we're treating it as if like the way that 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 saint augustine 
treated his humanity, which yeah. was kind of with this scorn or what Paul in the Bible called the flesh. Gotcha. Okay. So, wow. Okay. When you, when you pitch this or over text and then even now I was thinking like when you mentioned the, the conspiracy people, the spiritual people, uh-huh. the, and I listened to that podcast uh, a couple episodes it was, it is great. Um, that I was thinking of like the thing that popped up in my mind and I, we're not uh-huh. going this way, but it's like yeah, everyone, could, yeah, everyone calls each other sheep. Everyone thinks the other side yeah, is stupid. And I was like, right. I thought that's what you were saying, but you're saying no. no that's Yeah. But that's part of it. Okay. So yeah, it's, if you're shaming your ego, if you're condemning your ego, you are definitely doing it with other people. Ah. You're definitely doing it with other people. It's a projection thing at this point. Yes. Oh yeah. And, I, I love um, that word now. I, 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 I've learned it about myself. I was like, oh, I'm mad at Justin or Courtney or blah, blah, because I'm not dealing with this thing. On It's easier to point my finger at right. them versus look in the mirror and stare, right. at, stare at that guy. Yeah, exactly. So um, so I, I love, I mean, I, I loved, uh, or I should say I enjoy, I love the writer or author, Ryan Holiday. Like the guy a lot uh-huh. heard him speak and I've read a good amount of his books but I didn't know that because I think actually you introduced me to him or somehow. But ego is the enemy and it's not. Let, why you're saying it's because we need it to survive? That It's our friend? Yeah. It's, it's maybe it's our, something else? So what I've been calling it um, is uh, just because I think it's important to change up the taxonomy sometimes or the, or the definitions of words in order to reintroduce them because we're so saturated with language now. Yes. It's, it's easy for you use a word like ego and it's going to have, it's a loaded word. Um, and most words are loaded words. And so um, it's a practice we, that Emily and I teach our clients is you got to, you got to give things new words. You got to yeah. do that. And so the term I use for ego is survival mind or survival brain. Yeah. Because that's what it's here for. Um, and so when we, when we kind of go into more spiritual terms, I think everyone's first awakening that, that life, gives you the opportunity to experience is an awakening that you are not your thoughts. You are not your ego. This is the small, uh, uh, lowercase S versus the uppercase S of self. It's the, 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 the core self stuff of union psychotherapy. It's, it's this idea that, Oh, these thoughts and ideas and narratives that I have, those are not, those, that's not me. That's just part of my, my psyche is, presenting these to me largely from social conditioning. Yeah. Um, and what then happens with that though, is an interesting place. And it's a little bit like people that, um, are not, let's use Christian as an example. Cause I'm most familiar with that. They're not Christian. They go to church and they get saved uh-huh. and, and suddenly everything that doesn't involve Jesus or God is condemned because they stopped. Yeah. You're not supposed to stop at realizing you're not your ego. The next level up of consciousness is understanding that it's here for a purpose. And what's it here for? And, um, and that's what I mean by it's like Alan Watts says, you need, we, you need to follow every feeling to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it manifests as confusion. And mm-hmm. my version of that is you have to follow like, okay, I have this ego or I have this survival brain and keep going past it to, okay, what is its role? As opposed to what I hear people all the time, which is, oh, it's my ego. I'm just trying to get rid of my ego. I'm trying to be egoless and empty myself of ego. (laughs) Well, if you do that, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. You know, Uh 
Um, and I, I keep getting the ego keeps you alive. Yeah, and I keep getting hung up, or I'm most interested, I think, in the shame word. But as you just said, what you said, and I love the language thing. I always thought you should write a book on like 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 redefinitions or something because we. <laughs> and I, I've always jokingly, and I mean it though, like the word love. Like you know, mm-hmm. I love pizza. I love my mom. Yes, you know, like, you yeah. maybe maybe don't love pizza, um, or but uh, <laughs> or your mom, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like we say these words and right. uh, or like, like we say about like amazing, it's oh, yes. that's amazing. Or, is it really or is it? I really want to say it's that's mildly interesting. Yeah, or, or <laughs> like I, every time I write emails or texts, I'm like, did I really mean that? And sometimes I like yes. to use different words that I think people are like. Why did he say that word? Like, right. like I, I read a lot of comic books, but I say fantastic. People don't say fantastic. So I'm like, it's not like I made up the word, but I'm like, or, or, I, say, word, yeah. or I say excellent, you know, and, and I'll put like Wayne's World or stuff. But like, um, but I mean it. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so glad that you responded to this before. And like, right. I'm, I genuinely mean it. And but what's the old word or the old phrase? Like, mean what you say, right. especially in a world of tweets, posts, et cetera, the, 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 we tend to want to put that out there to promote mm-hmm. our brands, our, our business, yep. whatever, not bad stuff, but we, we link ourselves with our biopic and, 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 and the content. Yeah. Um, but the shame. So I think it's, it's less ego shaming, although I think that's happening, but it's more of like ego redefining or, or, or mis, yeah. we're misunderstanding what our ego is. Why are we right. jealous, envious, all those deadly sins. Um, uh-huh. And as opposed to trying to detach, it's, that you're saying go deeper, go to the extent. Yeah. Why, why are you Juan? here? This is real deal. Juan, why are you so jealous of all your friends who got pregnant this year? And now you don't want to yeah, talk to right. them. Yeah. Like, right. Like I can hide from that <laughs> and then yeah. ju- judge the yeah. decisions or I can own it and, and, right. and, and it hurts. But, yeah. um, you're saying, and our, and, and our conditioning is around that. And I think this is true, but a, a different, it's the same for men and women, but a little bit different you know, from a social conditioning standpoint is, we we will say men i think will say and you tell me if you've experienced this like you have a feeling you don't like um and you say to i gotta get rid of this i gotta get rid of this feeling yes um and and it's similar to what charles duhigg and power of habit talks about with habits you don't really get rid of a bad feeling because there's there's no good or bad feelings there's only comfortable and uncomfortable feelings yeah ultimately when it's all said and done and so but I think you, I think you really, you're onto something here with what you just said. Like you took something like, uh, why are you jealous about, you know, other people's, um, you know, having babies, yeah. making babies is what happens when we, um, when we, what that is, is a narrative. And I'm, so I'm going to walk through something that my dear friend, Alan Prussian taught me, and it's essentially an ontological structure. And so and it's reverse engineering. The, so the, you start with an outcome, a, a goal, an, an intention, a, a, a want, some sort of outcome, some sort of future state of something. Mm-hmm. You want to win the Super Bowl. You want to lose 20 pounds, whatever it is. Well, the only thing that creates that is action. Okay. Well, what informs your action? That's your mindset. And you, what, okay. And that's where most people stop. Like there's been enough research around like mindfulness practices and mindset and, and all that. Okay. Yeah. But there's where at the root of it is context or perspective. And that's where language is formed in context. Language creates the mindset. Mindset doesn't create the language, not neurologically. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think of like the four agreements and the first agreement is be impeccable with your word, 
you can say be and so like your text messages and things like that but you can also say be impeccable with the words you use to describe the context yeah well how do you get to context you examine the feeling to the extreme again quoting alan watts you look at jealousy like we did on a past episode i think yeah. we took different feelings and we broke them down i think mine was loneliness and yours was guilt, guilt. yeah yeah and and then what we're doing is we're examining the stories and this is the beautiful thing about this truth and wisdom, gnosis, to put it in you know a uh, Greek a Greek word, um, is arrived at through revelation. Context and the language that we use that forms our worldview is almost all arrived at installation. What we would call social conditioning, or parents and preachers and teachers and all that. Somewhere along the way, and this is the this is like the this is why the truth shall set, set you free. Somewhere along the way. You picked up a narrative about jealousy that's not a feeling you should have. Yeah. And then you have a narrative related to that, that, oh, these other people are having babies. Mm -hmm. And now you get to examine it without judgment. And this is where ego, don't shame your ego. Your ego is just trying to get you what you want. It just doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. To look at that and go, oh, why does that? So this is the question to ask when you have a negative feeling or a negative response. Why is it so important to me? That's the question to ask. Not like, what? Oh, I hate this feeling. I got to get rid of this feeling. What? Why do I feel this way? No. Mm -hmm. Why does it matter to you so much? And then you're down into the context. And then if, if a narrative was installed, it can be uninstalled. Yeah. Well, and I think what you're saying, because that's you're, where you started um, and where now I understand more is because I definitely do the shaming. <laughs> I definitely feel, uh, I feel guilty for I even have these thoughts of jealousy. I feel guilty that I, but it's, and you're kind of like, let's stop doing that. But yeah. I also, for me and everyone else, I'm like, oh, we don't even understand because at least today I thought the ego is the enemy or at least it gets in mm -hmm. the way and we are trying to detach. And another book mm -hmm. I don't think you mentioned yet, but Untethered, you read that one? No, uh, uh, I know it, but I haven't read it. Real easy, great read. Even the, the, the first uh, or second chapter, even for like the, I think the most uh, uh, bro business guy, it, it makes a lot of sense because we end up chasing, kind of like a dog chases its tail. It's mm -hmm. describing like your thoughts that way. Like, no, let's just let them happen, man. Like detach from yes. them. The more you chase them, the more the, the pendulum swings. Right. Right. And, right. and so you're saying like, but you got to understand it and then understand like you don't want to shame that. If anything, you want to continue exploring that. But let's right. go back to everyone who, a lot of us aren't doing that. <laughs> instead, right. instead, we are shaming it. But how did the and I'm gonna we're real messy here, but with the the Christians or or anyone who mm -hmm. who goes in and discovers some new understanding mm -hmm. of right, how are they ego shaming? I, I, I'm not connecting that. You have someone who's like, if Jesus, I'm gonna condemn it. If it's not Jesus, I'm gonna. Or, um, that's right. So, I mean, that's evangelicalism. Like this is why there's the church industry where, you know, oh, I don't listen to that music because it's secular. Mm -hmm. That's. Uh, that's, that's a type of shaming, but it's ego-based. It's ego-based shaming because you're comparing and you're saying, like, it's like you said, my ego is smaller than your ego. <laughs> By saying that it's your ego is bigger than my ego. Yeah. You know, like we, you're reinforcing the f illusion that the ego produces of separateness. Ah. And when, when you do that, you are now furthering distancing yourself from reality. And, and so this is why 
I say like you just take Christianity, but you can take anything. You could be yeah. like you're trying to teach, you know, get people to recycle or eat organic food or whatever. Yeah. If you, if your goal is to enforce or explain, that's your ego. If your goal is to enlighten, that's your soul. Let's take it to another a group of people, and this is where ego shaming comes into externally. Is mm-hmm. we look at a group of people and go, they are blank. Yeah. And we can, and, and what, what we can condemn is other people's behavior. So like this morning, um, which is uh, the tw- 12th of December that we're recording this, you know, the Supreme court last night refused the, the lawsuit for, that was started oh, in yeah. the state of Texas by a guy named Ken Paxton, who is the living embodiment of why nobody likes Christians because <laughs> he's corrupt as hell. And super like sanctimonious about it. Yeah. And so we can look at his behavior and I can say that Ken, Ken Paxton is done, done some bad things. His behavior is bad. But what we do is we take a group of people and we'll take, we'll say, we can say like Trump supporters on one side and let's say the, the Trump supporters would say like socialists. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Socialists. You'll be, I can't support black lives matter. They're socialists. They're yeah. Marxists. Well, what we're doing is then we're our ego is then condemning them as a group of people without, which then takes the, um, you lose your, uh, your ability to point out a behavior and go, that's not good, dude. Yeah. That's not good to behave that way yeah. because you're shaming, you're, you're shaming from the state of your ego yeah. as opposed to a state of like, what's true. Yeah. Well, you're in, uh, I, I think I talk about this or I've had the conversation a lot, but I don't know if I've actually put it in my, my book that I'm trying to finish. Um, the new work mindset, but that survive. You, you said earlier, and I agree. We we need ego to survive. I've been reading mm-hmm. the U.S. military survival guide. I'm like, oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is good stuff. We need yeah. to know how to survive, and I think a lot of us today wouldn't survive overnight, you know, <laughs> if if right. electricity went out. And so that is something that, to some conservative people's point, like people are soft, not just men. Just mm-hmm. you know, a lot of us are are yeah, very dependent right, on right. the teat that is consumerism and yeah, um, yeah, and comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we do need the ego to survive. There's and also right. knowing you can survive overnight. Knowing you, if you got your your AK mm-hmm. and all that stuff, like it 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 definitely helps your your. I mean, that helps your confidence, but insecurity. I think that's why people like their big guns, big cars. It's compensating yeah. for something, but. Um, you said something that's so key. Like, it separates you, though. It's mm-hmm. when if you really want to serve other people, you right. you have to feel connected. And now, you, if you're really serving other yeah. people, you have to have great emotional intelligence. If right. you're only serving a certain sect of people, um, well, now you're just trying to sell something to some someone, which isn't yes, bad. Right. Yeah. But right. to eat to, we need ego. We don't necessarily we need ego to survive. That's we it. don't need our to serve to survive but if you want to go like the full distance yes you got to be able to release and so this that's it's, right this almost it goes like back to your, your three circles that you've drawn that yes. you've showed me and it's similar to like maslow's hierarchy which is y- love doesn't separate and are ultimately we're here to love each other we are we are all connected we're we're all made of the same stuff um and Yet, yet, because we condemn ourselves, maybe this is a short version. Because we condemn ourselves, we condemn others. Yes, that's it. That's over. It We're- doesn't mean that you could do whatever you want. I'm not talking about like moral anarchy here, where you can just do whatever you want. I'm saying that um, 
I'm, well, what I'm, what I'm saying is that is if you're condemning yourself, you're going to condemn other people because it's about projection. The other thing to think about too, when we say like, well, the ego wants to keep us alive. That's why I call it survivor brain. Well, once it's done that, it doesn't go away. It will make up mm -hmm. things that will make you think you need to survive. Yeah. It's and so you hear like things and this sounds, this sounds really bad. So people listening, hear me out. Let's take a, <laughs> a, a thing like um, your house floods. Yeah. Your, your house floods. And maybe you lose your house in a flood or a hurricane. You're going to have all your feelings about that. Um, but you are going to, you, your mind is going to think I've lost everything. So how long have we heard that? Like, yeah. Or how many times have we heard that? I lost everything. I'm like, you lost stuff. You lost stuff. And yeah, there's nostalgia attached to maybe you've lost some photos and things like that. But that goes back to what we were talking about on a prior episode of the difference between trauma and drama and drama is the ego mind being applied to something that feels like survival, but it's not. Yeah. A it's a nuclear bomb to a, a, a roach. <laughs> you know, It's right. like with overcompensating, but I, I don't know why. And maybe I'm just, we, we, we tend to talk about current servers in Christians uh, a lot. You're, mm -hmm. I think we're both Christian, I think. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. we or i should say christ followers or fans christ of guys but centric, yes mm -hmm. when it came to the ego when you were saying the the very succinct if you're how'd you say it if you're if you, you condemn, condemn yourself, yourself you're going to condemn others and mm -hmm. that is what i discovered through wonderful conversations with you and, and a couple other christians that i was like oh you guys are walking the walk and this is a totally different experience than what i've mm -hmm. seen or what i see represented and my mm -hmm. my survival brain goes to all christians are the same because of this mm -hmm. And when it comes to people that I like, I see a more broader spectrum. It's just, it's not just yeah. illegals or immigrants or women right. or I, whatever. You know, it's, yeah, right. It's more nuanced and 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 um, uh, diverse in in a in a, right. in a beautiful way. And I was like, right. oh, that we all do that. It's an enemy. It's a they. But if it's our people, it's a oh, I know him, her. More pronouns. Yeah, right. That's that's a you right. know ironic thing given that the state yeah. of the yes the, the, the sexual <laughs> spectrum. But I don't know why I'm taking a long way to say this. A gun is our ego, and it's like, hey, if you have it, it's gonna help you survive. But if you're walking uh -huh. around with it to every situation, you you right. overkill, maybe literally. Um, right. right, and and I think that is what I discovered about the Christian. I should say my reaction to mm -hmm. what I saw with Christian is that these people were saved. They had mm -hmm. this terrible thing in their life, and mm -hmm. then they 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 were saved and all this stuff. And great, I don't want to be mad and jealous at that. What's my problem? Oh, I feel like they've weaponized that That's beautiful right. thing. And I feel like yes. they're pointing at me when yes. we're talking about music or yes. women's rights. And I was like, oh, that's my problem, right. not theirs. Yes. And that's when I realized, why were we condemning? Because I think step one of any good religion, but especially Christianity, is to feel loved by the dude upstairs that like if you skip that, all the yes, other stuff right. gets tainted. And, and you skip applying it to yourself. Yes. That's key and number one. Right. It's it's the first being that we need to love unconditionally, which is our core self. Now we can look at our fault self and our construct self, and you can kind of you can be compassionate about that. But I think it's important too to understand that um because the ego kind of runs on danger, it, like I said, it will make up danger. It will make up something yes. that feels like it's dangerous or like you need to survive it. And there's, there's really no way around that. Like you can go into like maybe a deep Zen meditative state, but then you're just sitting on a cushion eight hours a day and you're not actually making any change in the world. Yes. 
Um, or as uh, an old saying from the church I used to go to is she was so heavenly minded. She was no earthly good, <laughs> you know? Um, so you could do that. You could go that route or you could give your ego a new job. So the ego, then if you look at it without judgment, without shaming, and you can look at your ego and you can, this is where we look at things that the ego is great for. Yeah. Logistics, cataloging, strategic planning, um, uh, scenarios, um, relating with other people. Uh, there's a bunch of different things, which is why what I would encourage everyone listening to do is when you look at your ego, first question is, are you shaming it? If you are, you're just reinforcing it. You're reinforcing its power. Yeah. And, and then it's this, is your ego your boss or an employee? Because your life will be radically different based off of that answer. Yeah. If your ego is an employee, you're going to have a lot of your like operational shit together. You're going to have a, you're going to have discipline and structure in your life and you're going to have order. If your ego is your master, you're going to be transactional. Yeah. You're going to be consumptive. You're going to be fear-based. All of your, if your ego is your master, I would be boldly say this. Every decision you make when your ego is your master is fear-based. Now, now, if the ego is not your master, it doesn't mean that every single decision that you make is love-based, but it means a whole hell of a lot less or fear-based. Yeah. Well, in all those things you just described that it is good at, the, the logistics, the categorizing, uh -huh. I'm like, oh, that's why conservatives are good at building <laughs> and, and, yeah, or running right. for political office. And round, it's like, right. and I think that that's the thing in 2020 that I was like, we're all judging so much more, or at least that, that yes. opportunity and projecting. Yes, right. And I'm like, as a utilitarian minded, motivationally, motivationally driven person, I'm like, that's a waste of energy. Like what right. I, I want to help rather, am I going to look at, I'm going to doom scroll on social or can I go buy from a local business that, that makes really good yes. food, you know? And, yes. and, and at the end of the day, I get, I, I get so much energy. Um, and ironically detaching and serving like hell doing this podcast, you know, we started a little later. I was like, just sloth if you were like hey one i can't do it <laughs> I'm like, uh, but this is a serving thing for me this is not an ego thing if anything right. i can't wait to be vulnerable and say i'm jealous of other dads yeah. and stuff it's weird yeah. i feel you know yes, it's a weird right. feeling but it's a lot better than going down and, and judging everyone especially myself um but i think that's let's end on this because we're gonna have a tight two today but you what you said if it's your boss or your employee and you kind of gave advice on you need to do something with it. Like instead of, yeah, you got to give it like, if it's your boss, it owns your ass and you got to free yourself from it. You got to figure out how to quit. And that's what meditation is. Um, mostly it's yeah. just separating yourself from your thoughts and going, Oh, that's not me or thoughts and feelings really yeah. understanding learning what I, what it's, what my favorite term for it is sitting in the witness chair you're sitting in the witness chair. That's the first thing you need to do. If you are, if you are your ego's boss, if it's an employee, and it's just like you do with people. They, it's right fit, yeah. right job, right fit. It's uh, it's uh, job fit, skill structure. You you're the boss. You're like the leader of your ego. You need to give the ego something to do. Yeah. Or it will make shit up, and then it will. And it's always trying to get back control too, because the ego is all about control. And again, I always say this. Um, this is something I got from my therapist, Adrian, too, about ego or a thought, which is sort of the same thing or a narrative is she, um, she says, when you have that, ask it, what are you protecting me from? What are you protecting me from? Yeah. 
Because in survival situation, in a true survival situation, your thoughts and feelings will get you killed. So the ego is there to make sure that you can just be like super calm and very present and like, I got to kill this bear before it kills me. Yeah. Um, and so, it, so, but when, when there's no bear, you want to be able to look at it and look at your ego doing, trying to, and say, what are you trying, what are you trying to protect me from? Yeah. And, and I'll take it a step further. You thank it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. However, I need you to do something else. And I had, I wrote about this in one of my essays, but a friend of mine, Rachel, who um, I want her to be on your career blind spot podcast. Oh yeah. She, she's going to, she's awesome. Would be awesome guest. She was talking to me and she said, uh, I said, loneliness are like wolves at the door. I may even mention this in the mm -hmm. podcast on the feeling of loneliness. And she said, what if instead they were an invitation to explore a deeper part of yourself? Yeah. Well, not only is that ontological reframing, it is a recognition that I have, I have some mastery over how I respond to things, especially related to ego related stuff. Yeah. And then that's what, that's what it feels like to be powerful. Yeah. It's like, wow, my, my ego doesn't own me. I'm the master of it and I can get it to do things for me that it's really good at. And it seems to be okay unless I eat the wrong foods and, you know, don't get enough sleep yeah. or whatever, you know, <laughs> biology kicks in at yeah. some point. Yeah. But anyway, I that's, love where it, man. that's where I'm at with the idea. It, and I'll kind of end on a, maybe in a bad way, but in a great way of like, you know, the way you ended almost sounded like ego because powerful and master, but it's like the way you said, it, you can hear it's the different thing. And I think yeah. that's the thing about it, it, at the end of the day, you got to figure yours out. And I'll, I'll, my little two cents is you're never going to do great work until you um figure this out you you will get you'll probably make a lot of money you will probably mm -hmm. uh, um have power over people mm -hmm. with your ego right. but it will never it, that's why you'll always feel a little empty you know and, yep. and that's why you always have to keep on to yep. the next one on to yes. the next one and get yes. more cars it's why it's why and i'm not condemning rich people i want to be a rich people someday yeah maybe but it's why rich people build walls around everything it's a it's a it's a it's a manifestation of separateness because you compromise something most of the time, if you follow your ego and you let your ego master you, you will do something. And I realized in my, in the second awakening that I'm going through mm -hmm. that what my ego was doing is it was making me mix. It was, it was influencing me out of fear. So I don't shame it, but my ego was influencing me to a mix deceit and truth. That's what I did. That was, that was a survival mechanism. It was a strategy that I, I, I was, I was not only kind of a bullshitter, I was really good at it. <laughs> yeah. I was really good at it. And I was able to talk my way into situations I wanted to be in yeah. and situations I didn't want to be in by mixing deceit and truth. Yeah. And that's why if you follow me at all on Insta, Instagram or reading my musings or blogs or anything, um, that's why I say my whole intention moving forward is to live with a pure heart yeah. and live a true story. And all that means is, I have an ego. I just will not let it influence my heart. Yeah. That's all. I love it, man. I'll, I'll end for those listening. And I know we got a growing audience, man, but I'll end with the question. <laughs> are you, are you, are, are you happy with your ego? If it's an employee, are you willing to give it a raise? Like, yeah. just, you know, Ooh, chew, chew on that. So <laughs> we'll wrap that one up. Okay. I freaking right. love it. No more shaming. Good job. All right. <laughs>